0: This is the Ag Queen Podcast. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. Here's your
1: host, Lori Boyer. On today's edition of the Ag Queen Podcast, I have Monty Busser joining me. He is self-employed. He works as a welder. He's an inventor. He's a a farmer-invented LLC and also has a trucking company. So we're going to talk about some of those things that he does for the agriculture industry and how he got into them and just kind of share the story of Monty, if you will. So Monty, let's get started. Tell us about your background, how you grew up, where you live and your operations.
0: I grew up in Colton, South Dakota, farm with my mom and dad, my brothers, and still farm with my mom and dad and brothers. And, uh, I mainly do all the tillage work in the fall and the spring and the rotor plants and just keep on rolling. Then I do custom trucking.
1: So, money on your farm, what all do you produce?
0: Corn, soybeans, wheat, rye, uh, cattle, stuff like that. That's okay. about it.
1: And I'm curious because in this age right now where we're talking about such volatile weather patterns, Wetter areas are getting wetter, drier areas are getting drier. What is your area like there in South Dakota?
0: <laughs> last year it was really, really dry. Really yeah. dry. This year it's it's livable. It's it's not near as bad as it was last year. At least we've been getting rains about once a month, but it's been good.
1: That is good to hear. That's very positive. I'm not hearing that from everyone. So lucky you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I wish everybody luck, and I hope everybody gets rain.
1: Now, among the things that you do on a farm, there's always a little bit of welding, it seems like. Tell me more about your welding experience and um, how you utilize that in your operation, and also, do you sell it commercially?
0: Yes, I do. I do custom welding manufacturing for, uh, there's a dryer guy that sells custom MC dryers. I build the legs for them. I do leg manufacturing, you can see it on LinkedIn. There's one picture of it there, of dryer legs. And I'm certified state and federal certified welder by trade. I do have a little bit of mechanical engineering, not much, but I do know a little bit. Um, Just basically anybody that needs anything welded, if I can't weld it, nobody can.
1: Oh, that's awesome. How long have you been welding?
0: Uh, about 22 years.
1: Oh, wow. Did you start in FFA or are you self-taught?
0: <laughs> I started when I was probably oh, 16 years old. I took the old stick welder, started welding, and I just fell in love with it. And oh, that's cool. I went to school. And everybody figured out I could weld neighbors, farmers, everybody come to me to weld, and I didn't have a business then, but they just paid me a little cash on the table and I did it all.
1: And Very I started cool. a business. That's cool. But,
0: but before that I was hit by a lightning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, no, seriously I was.
1: You were really hit by lightning?
0: Yeah, a Lady bolt hit the transformer and it arced off onto me on the bicycle.
1: Oh my gosh. I thought you were kidding me. Okay. No. And you lived through that. Did you, did you experience any long-term health issues from that?
0: No. just I think I got a pat, uh, good Lord on the back for that one. He's the one that gave me the ideas for the invention. So I think it put a light bulb into me.
1: Perfect segue, Monty. Perfect segue. Let's talk yeah. about you being an inventor. What all have you invented?
0: Well, I started out inventing like a handcart, toe plate, shelf device. I was doing construction, helping the neighbor out, and I got to seeing a lady struggling to get the pots and flowers back in the garage because there was a storm coming. So I kept looking at the storm, looking at her struggling, boom, it just popped into my head and I created a shelf device that goes on a handcart, toll plate, and she I'd give it to her so she could try it because she's the one that inspired it. And she she loved it, and she gave me money for it because she liked it.
1: Oh, that's cool. Have you invented anything else like that?
0: Yep, side dump cleaner that cleans out side dumps. So if you're a construction guy or farming, side dumps are both sectors now. It cleans out the dirt all the way so there's no dirt building up, and it's constantly get cleaned out every load.
1: Oh, wow. That's cool. And what else? It's
0: shell corn saver. It saves up to 99% of the shell corn left in the field, and I have all the data to back that one up.
1: And how long ago did you create these inventions?
0: I'd say I'm probably in my fifth year
1: in your fifth year cool so not so not too terribly long ago that's pretty neat
0: all patented there's a soybean saver that's kind of like the shell corn saver that's also to capture soybeans that can be used for wheat rye oats milo whatever you want it for just like shell corn saver can Mm -hmm. be used on any head that's a corn head or Mm -hmm. sunflower head or milo head or it don't matter and I have 8,230 ideas in my notebook.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow.
0: And I prototype every day.
1: Uh-huh. Now, for this process, so I'm assuming you probably built the prototype being as handy as you are. And then do you have it commercially produced or how how does that work?
0: Well, the five that are fully patented, they're being, I'm getting people ready to licensing. So they're already in the licensing stage, already ready to go. Uh, I build every single one of my ideas right in my shop. So the first prototype is really, really crude. Then I start out, fix it, keep testing it. Once I'm happy, I get it patented. Then it's pretty hard to patent that
1: <laughs> right Monty? of all of the inventions that you mentioned are any of them being sold commercially at a, a store or anything like that or is it all through mainly dealerships or how does that work
0: the egg ones will be out they're still hoping this fall to be publicly available uh the hand car plate i'm trying to get that in with uh like Walmart and uh, Lowe's places like that. I have the people ready; they're already ready to go. Uh, I'm always looking for other options. If somebody wants to come in, take it over or whatever, I'll I'll sign licensing. Hmm. So,
1: does the financial resources you need for getting these products? up and running do you have investors that you work with or how do you get that
0: uh, i'm looking for investors but it's it's hard to find them yeah. but right now i just do everything on my own
1: wow so you do the prototype all the paperwork needed to get things patent yep. marketing yep securing or all the things that you need the supplies the equipment all the things you need to make each one of those inventions. Yep. Wow. And we haven't even gotten to everything you do yet. I don't even know how you have time to farm and do those things.
0: I don't sleep very well.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> guess not. I guess not.
0: I probably, maybe at night, maybe four hours. That's about it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But just keep on rolling.
1: You mentioned you had over 8,000 ideas in your idea book. How do you pick which ones you're going to work on next?
0: I just keep on, well, when I come up with an idea, I put a number, it's all number system, and it's all written out, what the name mm-hmm. will be, everything, and if I really, really think that idea should be pushed ahead of another one, I'll just put a star on it, or a smiley face, or something like that, okay. kind of generic, but I have one that I'm working on right now that will get rid of all the. World's garbage and produce electricity.
1: Oh, yeah. Tell me more about that.
0: I can't really tell oh. much about it because it's still in the workout yet.
1: Still ruminating.
0: Yeah. I had it, it's all somewhat built. So,
1: well, that's certainly without knowing much more than what you've told me, sounds like it could even be something that you could approach municipalities with. Yep.
0: I, I put my own garbage in it and I use water and steam and creates electricity and I get the ash for the crop drop.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I I do know enough not to go too far without NDAs and all that stuff. So,
1: okay. But, uh, on the other inventions, and you mentioned three, how many do you have that are actually out, I guess, if you will?
0: the there's basically just one that's out out okay. but that one i really kind of let it take a back seat because it's just a tool for a wrench i i needed a wrench that would adjust and you know a half inch wrench is only so big well i needed it to be a foot and a half longer so i redid it and I made adjustable. So it goes all the way down to just little tiny bit, or it goes all the way to, to a foot and a half. It's, it, that one just kind of, just, I just let it go. <laughs> I don't worry about that one
1: too well. What kind of feedback have you gotten?
0: A lot of good feedback. Yeah? Everybody likes ideas. Everybody wants ideas. It's just... I'm a one-man show on uh, invention stuff. I I don't have any help.
1: Yeah, you need help. You need to hire a crew, it sounds like, to do everything you're doing.
0: <laughs> I need somebody to drive my truck.
1: Do you, you need truck drivers? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that a few times as well. Now, when we were talking about your inventions, is Farmer Invented LLC, is that... What we're talking about right now, is that what the, all these inventions are under that umbrella or is that something separate?
0: All the inventions right now are under the Farmer Invented LLC. I am starting a a GoDaddy page that's going to be farmerinvented.com. So people will be able to see me there and if they want to invest, they can invest. If they want to buy ideas, I'll sell ideas, whatever people want to do. Okay. And I'm I do have ideas that are just for sale. If somebody wants it, Ah, mm -hmm. I'll sell it to them.
1: So sounds that's a that's a good idea in itself, is just to sell your ideas. Yeah. Very cool. (laughs) So very cool. All right. Anything else on inventions that I haven't asked about or that you wanted to talk about
0: we need well people need to understand if if you don't have inventors nobody has anything it all starts with an inventor look at the first walking plow if it wasn't for john deere mccormick and all them guys we'd still be back farming with that old stuff or you know It's all about inventors. People, take care of their inventors. Protect us out in Washington. We need more patent protection. We need more people standing up for us. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. And agriculture is known for being innovative and known for having to come up with solutions, especially in a very quick amount of time in order to keep producing.
0: Yes, that's true. Very true.
1: Yeah. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. That is so cool, Monty. Um, Thank you. If something pops up on the invention side, you want to come back to it, feel free just to bring me back around. Let's talk about your trucking business, though, in addition to needing truck drivers. (laughs) Tell me more about that side of what you do.
0: Well, I do a lot of custom green hauling for farmers, uh, Ourselves, local elevators to ethanol plants. It's just hectic. Everybody's got to, I'm constantly busy every day and I'm just go, go, go. Sure
1: so. sounds like it. Do you, but do you haul year round? Yes, I do. You do? Okay. Yes, I do. Where all do you haul to?
0: Uh, there's a ethanol plant called Dakota Ethanol. I go there, and I also go to a whole lot of Lions, CFC, and I go down to big ethanol plant named Poet, and just anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, if you see me driving around, I'm just looking at uh, checking everything over.
1: <laughs> That's all right. That's all right, and I'm very familiar with those towns that you mentioned, and then Poet because Poet is isn't the it is the biggest ethanol processing facility i believe right
0: it's i think you're absolutely right if not Nugent uh
1: okay
0: uh what was their name before they went broke um i can't think of their name but that's okay it was a big ethanol plant big oil company owned it at one time
1: okay and, and then um do you do all the driving yourself then, or do you have any help at all from your family or
0: Well, my brother okay. he owns his own truck. he does his own thing. My nephew owns his own truck, does his own thing. Uh, we're just getting old. we're getting tired of driving these things. their trucks are a killer, then everybody pulls out in front of you. Uh, stop in front of you or do do dumb things. You know, trucks are just like uh, farmers, inventors. Uh, we need you. If we don't have trucks, you
1: ain't going to get food. <laughs> exactly. Food, supplies, fuel, yep. which leads me to my next question. How are you mitigating these high fuel costs that are out there?
0: Put fuel surcharges on. I don't like doing it, and I really the local elevator I haul for all the time. They put fuel surcharges on for us, and I just go off what they tell me to charge. I I don't like it. It it's it's breaking everybody. Yeah, especially the farmer. they can't fuel surcharge nobody.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I feel sorry for them guys. They're it's it's a struggle out here.
1: Absolutely. You are ingrained in many different areas of agriculture, probably a little bit more diversified than a lot of farmers I've talked to, just in your experience and kind of who you connect with. What is your, what do you think is your biggest concern about the industry and where it's headed?
0: I see a lot of big changes coming in ag. As um, far as robotic tractors stuff like that i can see that's going to be a thing it's common far as uh robotic tractors on my farm probably not because i spend that kind of money i want to drive that tractor
1: (laughs) (laughs) or you might just skip over robotics and go right to electric tractors nope 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 (laughs) nope I just did an interview on that not too long ago. Boy, how about that? How about moving all into this electric world?
0: It'll never work. It. I mean, it'll work, but we don't have electric grid that everybody thinks we should have. Right. Our electric grid can't handle all, everything electric. And I don't know if you've ever read that article. A guy took a brand new Dodge Ram diesel pickup. He left new york right on uh, um by the ocean
1: uh-huh
0: he left had a full of fuel and made it all the way to california to the coast it did 895 miles to the gallon do
1: you ever read that article no i did not
0: it was on uh google for a while there it was it was a pretty good interesting read
1: huh. and
0: Every, everybody asks me, well, diesel, you know, fuel is, uh, what do they call that? It's it's coal and all that stuff. I says, yes, but it's also just like corn. It's reoccurring every mm-hmm. year,
1: mm-hmm. every
0: time a tree falls. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of years to go back to oil, but it does. So, <laughs> it's all natural.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fossil fuels, I think, is the word, right?
0: Yep, fossil fuels. Yeah. But it's all natural.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we talked about your farming operation. We talked about welding. We talked about Farmer Invented, and we've talked about your trucking company. What else? Any other businesses or any other um, side things that you do?
0: I do a little construction, help out people that need excavators or whatever. I know a local company that I can rent excavators from. Okay. Uh, my local or my lawyer, he up to Lake Brandt, he had a cabin up there. He wanted the rocks all taken off the shoreline and put back up on the shoreline to keep the ice from ripping his yard off. Well, they gave me the idea of what what they wanted done. I put all the rocks back. They wanted a little beach. Okay. I made themselves a nice cove. I took the rocks and I made a nice swoop Mm -hmm. in the water and everything. So it's kind of like a little cove for them to go out of. They, they were just unbelievably happy. They, they go, how, how'd you figure that out? Pretty simple.
1: (laughs) Wow. You've got, you've got quite the mind. I'm so glad we got to talk today and I got to know more about you. You're amazing. Thank you. Anything else to mention?
0: Well, not right now. Just uh May 12th storms were a bad one here.
1: Oh yeah. Did you what kind of damage did you sustain?
0: Oh, we lost augers building damage. My brother lost buildings. My house got twisted on the foundation. Wow. Uh, it it was bad. It it was called a dir- ratio or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just going to mention that. I remember reading that article. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. that, that was a bad storm. That was, mm. that was one of the worst. And I was trapped in our big farm shop when the storm hit. Uh-huh. Me and my dad and my sister were trapped in the shop. And I got trapped right in the doorway. When the, wow. I was trying to uh-huh. get out, get my bro, get my uh-huh. dad and my sister out to go to the house, the wind come up and the suction come up, slammed that door right on my chest and pinned me in the shed. And door, I looked outside, I could see tornadoes.
1: Wow! I could hear
0: them. They wow. always said you'll hear a tornado. Well, yeah, it's true.
1: It's true, huh? Wow!
0: Sounds like a train on train tracks. Wow.
1: Well, I hope you're okay now.
0: Oh, I'm fine. It's hard to take me down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show here today.
0: Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah. We was, do it again. Yeah, absolutely. A very fun discussion here today with Monty Busser. He's a farmer, he's a welder, he is an inventor and owns a company called Farmer Invented LLC and also owns a trucking company.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Ag Queen Podcast with your host, Lori Boyer.